Back in the 70s, board games and improv theater had a baby, and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream, and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll for Combat. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker. And in this week's episode, well, we only have one episode left, so this is kind of it. Looks like everyone is kind of alive. Now they're just trying to get off the ship. They're fighting the gravitational eddies, making it really, really hard even to move five feet. And they're trying to rescue Akira to make sure he lives. And the big bad boss, I have a feeling, is not completely gone. He will probably reappear and try to stop them. But for all intents and purposes, this is kind of it. They have, uh, they have succeeded. The fight is over, more or less. I managed to take a whole bunch of activities, both the fight, as well as other rooms, as well as starship combat, as well as the gravitational eddies, and combine it into one massive encounter that took several weeks for us to actually play through and several months for you to listen to. So whether it was successful or not, I think so. I think if you listen to it as one big long fight, I think it actually works. I almost think of this fight like a Jackie Chan movie at the end. If you ever watch any Jackie Chan movie, at the end of his movies, he always has a fight that goes on for 20 to 30 minutes. And that's what this was. This was the 30-minute battle at the end of a Jackie Chan movie. Although instead of it being 30 minutes, it was several hours long. But yeah, this will be, uh, this will be kind of the big ending. This is the beginning of the end. We only have one episode left. And then after that episode, Dead Sons is complete, and we go on to the next big thing. And in this case, it's Tales from the Black Lodge, which uh, you'll be able to listen to very soon. I actually have the first episode finished. I just have to sort of put it together, put it on. The secret is I can't just do one episode. I actually have to do a couple of episodes because it's not one episode and then it's done. I actually have to do another episode and another episode and so forth. So I got to make sure I got at least a couple in the can before I start posting them. Otherwise, I'm going to fall behind. And with uh, what's going on in the world, my life has been, it already was incredibly busy, but eh, this last couple of weeks have made things even more busy if that's possible so it's been very very hard for me to concentrate on this new podcast so it should be out shortly as i said i have one episode ready it's got to get a couple more and then hopefully you can go from dead sons right into the new tales from the black lodge podcast and of course you could always listen to the three ring adventure podcast that one we have i think like seven or eight episodes already in the can so we're in good shape for that I have those all ready to go, so no problem. That will be posted on a weekly basis now until, well, the end of time. Because that's going to go to level 20. We'll see how that goes. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's episode. Last we left off, you guys 
We're finishing up the epic battle. You're about to crash into the super weapon. You're right next to it. Rusty is about to fall into the ceiling. Hiroji is also about to fall into the ceiling and is uh, trying to uh, crash and go down with the ship. Oh, Mo's that reminds me. Yeah, I have a lawyer for that. Climbing all over the place. Tuttle is rescuing Akira because no one else will. And the big bad disappeared. For now, in the meantime, all around you, there's strobing white lights. Displays flashing messages in the Neoxian, warming of an imminent collision. Fires and smoke, electricity sparking in the air. You can tell this ship is in really, really bad shape. With that, we continue the endless battle, and Rusty is up. Last thing that happened was that the gravity has been reversed, and the ceiling is now the floor. So, Rusty, you are about to fall onto the ceiling. What are you going to do? I activate my rocket. Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter. Well, no. <laughs> you have to give me a reflex save, and then you could activate it. Well, then you asked what I was going to do. You didn't say do a reflex save. Okay, okay. I'll do that first. You have a rocket? What type of rocket do you have? Uh, the jetpack on, on my armor. Ah, okay. Uh, I, much like almost everyone else, has one of those. Okay. Uh, you get a 29. So 29 means you will be able to right yourself and land on your feet and you should be able to ignore the first 10 feet of damage. So you only take seven points, a mere seven points of damage. That's fine. That's fine. And you land on the ceiling. Now you Heal me. What are you going to do? Uh, I activate my, my rocket thruster jetpack exciting thing that I've had since the 1970s, since I saw it in the $6 million map. What is it called exactly? Hold on. Probably jump jets. Jump jets. Yeah, that's right. That's only for a, a jump. It doesn't. Yeah, that, uh, that just jet, you jet move. Pack, jet pack is actually what it's called. Ah, that's different. Chris Beamer is playing the Tiefling Technomancer, Akiro the Just. It's a move enhancement. Yeah, different levels. If you have a jet pack. Uh, jet pack. I gain a fly speed of 30 feet. Average maneuverability. I can use this for cruising flight at a usage of only one charge per minute. But you are flat footed and off target while doing so. Changing from normal flight to cruising flight or vice versa is a standard action. And it cannot lift you if you're encumbered. Okay. I don't know what it takes to activate it. So, okay. You can fly 30 feet. Where are you going to fly to? Uh, so the gravity is currently saying, <clears throat> are we upside down officially? Uh, so I would be able to stand on the ceiling upside down. Yes. Or... Yes. Okay. Uh, but I don't want to do that just yet. What at the moment I want to do is return to the actual bridge. Wait, hold on. No, we're trying to escape. Right. I'm headed for the escape capsule. Now I recall where we're at from the previous. Well, you don't have to, but that's where other people are going. I'm going to assume it was at least one action for me to activate yes. the yes. jetpack, and so I will move 30 feet in that direction. I'm done. Roji, give me a reflex save. I would like to use acrobatics to hold on to my uh, chair that I'm sitting in with my legs and continue to pilot the ship, hanging upside down. Seth Lipton is playing the Lashunta operative, Hiroji. Fine. I have, I have skill focus in acrobatics, so I'm going to take 10 on it and get a 33. Uh, I don't know 
how does that work? You could just take ten. Let me. Look. That was what we established before about the stuff. No, that was like before, but that was. But I, is it automatic? No, no, no. Like, like things. No, the the, the the rule, as I recall, we can look up the rule again. But the rule, as I recall, when this was uh, when when this came up was in the context of stealth, which I also have skill focus in, is an aspect of skill focus is you can take ten even if you're like distracted or. In other I think things. it's an aspect of the operator class. Yeah, is that what it is? Like so, so an operator that. who's who has skill focus can do that. I think so. All right. Well, in any event, I do that. Okay, fine. You. Take 10, and you are holding on to the seat upside down, and you are now on the ceiling. What do you do? I, I continue to pilot the ship, gain speed to, to ram the, uh, the Uber weapon. <laughs> You're just are you going to go down with the ship? Do, does he even need to do that? John Stats plays the Vesk soldier, Mo Dupinski. Because we're right, we're right next to the, the, the gate. Well, I mean... You are now officially... Okay, so he continues the ramming speed. The displays throughout the entire ship continuously flash horrible, horrible warning signs of imminent collision coming. You pass through the dimensional plane into the portal of the demiplane containing the solar degenerator. This is exciting. As you do that, additional gravitational anomalies begin engulfing the Ultranaut. Oh, no. The strange gravitational eddies are counteracting the artificial gravity throughout the ship, including the messing up that's already occurring, as in the explosions throughout the ship. So, what that means is that you are going to be going through even more anomalies as you continuously try to get off the ship. You see the Stellar Degenerator now on a direct collision course with the Ultranaut. It is so large that it's taking up most of the view screen, and it will now be impossible to break or veer away from the Stellar Degenerator. Plus, the strange gravitational eddies in this demiplane have you locked you on this course? Oh, okay, that's good. All right, so let me, let me review what we discussed uh, last episode about my my ultimate plan, like what like how like what my what my escape plan is. Uh, like we discussed last time, my like the my my plan was that the like I, I I inquired about like what was the minimum safe distance and all that jazz last time, if we, if we recall. Uh, my plan was. Uh, to utilize a plane shift escape to at the last possible at the last appropriate moment to and in this circumstance with all the uh, gravity entities I'm gonna I'm gonna modify that that uh, at the last at the last appropriate moment I'm going to release the chair and then then in free fall I'm gonna activate plane shift escape to uh, pass through the hull of the ship and exit into space in my spacesuit as the ship continues on on its destructive course and that'll be how i'll try to get out of it okay so guys keep in mind you have gone into a demiplane now so it is like you are in liquid space from voyager you're no longer in your plane of existence you're now in the plane of existence that has the stellar degenerator where things are different not quite the same as before 
So just keep that in mind. So, so how much time? What, what's what's our impact estimate? Like if if we're on a collision course, minutes. okay, five, five to, to ten, ten minutes, ten and more. that's unavoidable at this point. At this point, as of now, you there is no turning back. You have past minimum safe distance. This is happening. There's nothing you can okay. do about it. We don't need to pilot it anymore. <laughs> no, you do right? not need to pilot it anymore. Okay, that's, it is, that's the question. The demiplane is small enough. It's kind of like the expanse <laughs> in that, in that the demiplane. Like, it's that, you know, it's big but small. You know, it's smaller than average space. And this takes up so much of that space that you're going to hit it. <laughs> like, maybe the demiplane's only a couple hundred miles in any direction. You know what I mean? So it's like a small sub pocket of space right. and now you have two gargantuan ships that have so much gravity that there's no way out and there's so much momentum going forward you couldn't turn the ship around if you tried you'd crash into the uh cell generator mo give me a 1d 100 as new fun gravitational things are about to happen 97 Ooh. that's a good roll no, <laughs> that, that is a good roll let's be honest that's that's statistically very good no. So far, so far, the higher has been the better, or at least the most entertaining. Extreme gravity. Oh no! Yeah. Oh yes, the gravity flips back to the floor four times what it was initially. So you <sighs> now weigh four hundred percent more than before, and you are going to have to well. There's no chance you're going to fall onto the floor no matter what. Um, unless you are flying. And even those of you with flight packs, you will not be immune to 400% gravity. So, Mo, how far up were you originally? I am 20 feet away from the floor, uh, 10 feet away from the ceiling. So you just smash down to the ground. You just take eight points of damage. Okay. Uh, the good news is you're right. on the floor, and you can move. You're crawling, and you can move one quarter speed. One quarter speed. Wow. Okay. One quarter of seventy. Let's call that fifteen. Um, I'm going to, and I am within fifteen feet of that doorway. So. No. Now you're in front of the door. You're right in front I mean, of the door. I mean, I'm basically yeah. Take I'm, you right, your, I'm starting in front of the door. That's fine. It'll take you your entire action just to open the door, though. All right. That is what I'll do. Okay. You open up the door, and you see it is leading down sort of a chute. Looks like an emergency chute of some sort. Tuttle. Also, you get a little bit more damage, though. Uh, you just take... N Were you flying or anything? I thought I had activated my jetpack last session, but I could be wrong about that. Jason McDonald is playing the Ahsoki mechanic, Tuttle Blacktail. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, you, you, no, you were did. you were kind of riding a Kiro, okay, kind of so like a, you, like a boat. right. You and and you were riding Kiro, who has fly, and he's probably the only one that's going to be unaffected by this because flight will not be affected by this. So give since you have a jetpack, I will say you can get a reflex save. Not acrobatics, not athletics. Uh, 24 will not be good enough. So, again, it, it sort of messes you wow. up. You hit the ground pretty hard. Just take nine points of damage. So, it's not great. 
Um, but you're in like the hover mode. Like you basically hit the ground and you're like, you still can move. I'll say you can either move a quarter of your speed or a half of jetpack speed, which would be 15, I guess. Which is basically the same number either way. It's seven and a half feet. Uh, in a way, yeah, I guess. Well, no, it would be because the jetpack goes 30, so you can move 15 in the jetpack. Or you can just move 15 in jetpack because the jetpack, you can just, like push yourself along the floor or something. <laughs> well, I'm going to... I'm going to use my sort of Aeon telepathy to send Mo a mental imagery of you need to help me move Akira. I can't move him by myself. And I'm going to do a medicine check to try to stabilize him. That's right. He's still dying. Where's my sheet? Yep. 26. 26. You only need a 15. I think it's almost impossible for you to fail. So you stabilize. I think like on a nat one, I'd fail, but that's it. Well, on skill checks, and that one doesn't automatically fail, actually. In that case, I literally cannot fail. Okay. Um, so you're still grabbing onto him. You stabilize him somehow. I don't know how this all happens. It's really weird, this, but... I hate to break to you, Chris. At some point, I'm going to have to bolt for the exit. I mean, I'll try no! to keep stabilizing you. Don't leave me! <laughs> you only have a few rounds left. Don't leave me. Of death. Uh, uh, give me you. You're flying, so you just sort of flip around the other way. You're just like, you know, when you're like you're like a pinball. You're just bouncing around. <laughs> that really magical like, flight. I like but it. But you know, the the ship's like rotating around you. Although gravity would still no, I guess not, because flight is flight. So you'd just be flying in the Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know how that works. I mean Sometimes it's like maybe like you slowly fly to the about like it doesn't really Is he even you. conscious? No, 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 he's unconscious. Oh, no, okay. but it, but flight does work on unconscious. I, like, you can actually cast it on someone who is unconscious. It, it specifically. Yeah, I was thinking that. about that. I wonder if it actually disappears. If it's like you have to, if you don't have to um, no. concentrate, then it's still on you. Uh, I mean, it's definitely still on me. But in terms of being able to fly, that might require concentration. However, perhaps flight is one of those weird spells where it's like you can take it at all diff at multiple different levels. And level one, right. uh, I have level three on. Level one of flight is Featherfall, literally. So I don't right. like, so it's maybe, I'll it's, say it's, it's, maybe okay. it's, it could be interpreted as incorporated in the spell. Like I'll say it's okay. So let's just say you're like kind of floating and not gonna take major damage, but you're still you're still having robot sickness. Ugh. Give me that fourth save. I love it. Will he make it? It's the last one. <laughs> Please. Oh, no! I don't never... remember what the damage was. It's been a lot, though. I think it's 3d6. It doesn't matter because it just brings you back, it brings back me down to, to zero. Down. Yeah. All right, so let me read the rules again. I think I lose another resolve. Uh... You're what a robot. Oh, there we go. He dies again. Yeah, you'll use one right. more resolve point. You're right, so take off a resolve. I think I'm still. I may be okay. I may be How out many of resolve way. points do you have? Are you dead? He has four left. He has four I have four left. Jeez. Oh, okay, Rusty. No matter what, you're gonna have to give me a re reflex save to see how badly you yeah. bounce on the ground from the, the, the super intense extreme gravity. I love it. it's extreme, extreme. I started. Yeah, and of course, actually, by the way, Chris, I now, of course, remember from last week, I had intended to go back and help him move you, but, well, you know, a week passed, so, ah, too late. 
you have you only have ten minutes, so you, you take your time and getting to the. Yeah, there's there's way. a lot of time to drag his corpse to the uh, entrance. His uh, crappy reflex save. He thought he'd be really cool just flying over there, but with the extreme gravity reversing, he smashes into the floor, taking eleven points of damage. But you can continue moving, so you're like, you uh, do I still have two actions this time? Yeah, you still have two actions, but you can only move. At most, okay. you can move uh, 15 per action. Okay. I actually am going to move back towards... Uh... Oh, okay. That's good. <laughs> so That's a basically good thing. Move 30, and I'll move you back 30. There you go. Good job. Well, as I said, it's I, I actually lost track of what I was pulling. That's my nice. plans were previously. That's nice. That's I was nice. going to help him, but there it is. All right, here we go. Good job. You're a good, you're a good friend. You're a good friend. Well, something like that, sure. Well, Hiroji, so, on the other hand, is not a good friend. Twice now, Hiro- as far. He moved no, he, too no, fast. he moves. No, that's it. No, a he double moved. Thirty. Move that's all he gets. No, a double, double move. move. No, no, he's 15, using his. Not no, he used his. He used a jetpack. I, I am allowing his jetpack. Oh, to move a bit further okay. Never mind. Sorry. Sorry. I said regular movement is you crawling. The jetpack is just like hard to maneuver. Yeah, Mo is going to have to so. crawl. Yeah, you're going to have to crawl. Hiroji. Okay, the good news is you were on the chair. The bad news is it's still going to squish you, perhaps. Uh, I'm going to say you're going to have to do reflex save, and you can't take 10 on this one. So let's just see. if You, you probably won't take any damage. You can't take 10 on a save. Yeah, you can't take 10 on a save. All right, so I'm rolling. Reflexes plus 12. Plus a lot of <laughs> Got to help with the Kiro, Hiroji. Don't leave me up dying. Wow, 31. Uh, rolls a 19. Yeah, he's fine. He's just like... It's like to him, it's sort of like That's a tilt world. It's like to Hiroji, this is just like a carnival ride. He's just like, woohoo, this is awesome, man. He's just like flying all over the place. He's taking no damage. He's, he's got uh, the skills. He's got the skills, man. He's got the skills. They pay the bills. All right, so I'm going to use my uh, appropriate uh, engineering computers, piloting, whatever I need to do. To try to stabilize this gravity situation to, to to give my comrades an opportunity to escape. Okay. Uh, don't do, leave me. You can do computers or engineering, whatever you want. I'll do since computers is twenty two. I'll do computers. Why not? Don't escape without right, here I go. me. Amazing! Wow! wow. He rolled a natural twenty. Oh, you want the good news or the bad I, news? I did, didn't I? Uh, oh, I'll, I'll take the bad news first. The bad news is there's absolutely nothing you can do about this <laughs> whatsoever because now you're inside the gravitational eddies of the universe, so you can't counter. Oh, that's terrible. That. All right, what's the good news? You're not dead. <laughs> yeah, you, rolled a, you rolled a natural 20. It's, 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 <laughs> there's the good news. You rolled a natural 20. Horrible. <laughs> You rolled the natural 20, you wasted your turn, and there's nothing that it has. The satisfaction of having rolled it. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that legal? Is that legal? I thought in D&D, or in all these role-playing games, if you rolled natural 20, you got something of value. I thought I thought, I thought you, you had some you kind got, of you epic got, side. You, you know what you got? Certain knowledge. Certain, oh increased, certain understanding of the universe. You, wow. There's m- many people who have gone their entire lives trying to understand the certainty in which you now have in your head. You know for a fact that there's absolutely nothing that can be done. Because you're in the dummy plane. The dummy plane's causing it. 
originally it was a combination of the ship malfunction. Do I get some transcendent insight? Is it like the end of 2001 for me now? Yes. Do I get that at you're, least? You're, yes, yes. You have transcended. How about the end of you've... Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? It's that. Sure, uh, he gets that too. Okay. You now know the you know the question, but you don't know the answer. So, or sorry, you know the answer, but you don't know the question. So, forty-two. There you go. You, I'd say you have a move action left if you want. All right, and so uh, so let's see. So there's a million. So the gravity gravity is a million. Uh, we have ten minutes to get out. That's right. Yep. Is that right? At most. At most. Uh, and so you're waiting for the last second, pointing, though. The, the gravity is pointing down. Yes. So I guess I'll I guess I'll stay I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stay at the helm and try to stabilize the ship on target and help as much as I can. I'm gonna try and figure out some kind of some some kind of way to make life easier for my comrades to get out. That's what I meant. That's a good idea. Not not going into the singularity might have been an option. Alright, so Mo is right by the door. He's opened up Roll the door. One D one hundred. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Oh, one. Oh, you got a one. Oh, yeah. Well, things are changing anyhow. You can't get the same one twice in a row. So you get the next one on the list. Ooh, this one's a fun one. Are you ready? Zero gravity. That's fine. I have no problem with that. Characters and unattached objects begin to float slightly off the ground. I absolutely take credit for that. Oh, get out of here. Good job, Hiroji. Get out of here. I, All I, right, so I Mo- fixed it on my computer. Don't worry. Get out. <laughs> oh, that's right. You do. You do. That's for 20. You get to cr- take credit for Damn the, the forces yes! of the universe. Yes. <laughs> okay, so Mo is going to use his turn. Okay, I acknowledge uh, Dr. Tuttle's call for help to help Akiro, help to ferry Akiro out. Um, Mo is going to echo that to... You can't talk. Sorry? You still can't talk. Oh, that's right. Never freaking mind. Mo is going to move as far as he can in zero G. Um, he's against the ground, I guess. So what's my movement speed? Double move. Same speed. It's the beginning of your every turn, and you, you m- must move the full distance unless you're able to change. If you remember, we haven't done this in like two years, but you just go straight, and you will continue to go straight until you hit a wall, <laughs> and then you have to do an acrobatics or athletic check to safely stop. Okay, so I'm going to do that. I can get 70 feet. Can I actually make an acrobatics to just like say that I've stopped? Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna aim at a place where I can just grab on. Yeah, where, where are you trying to? Are you trying to go down to shoot? Are you leaving? Yes. Oh so, no, no, you're no, going no, back. No. Oh, yes, yeah, so I'm going wow, back. Look at that. You're going back. Okay, you're going I'm back. I'm gonna use my acrobatics to. Right. Uh, now to this grab is where Mo like, shines. Oh. Yeah, this yeah. is Mo shines. Uh, okay. He's passing up Rusty's feeble es- efforts to help, and he's going to roll Ahem. roll an ap- acrobatics. Quite rusty. It's most turn. So uh, <laughs> Mo is like literally, he he propelled himself with his legs. What? Superman. He rolls a Nineteen for twenty-eight. So he's Superman. No, no, no. Rusty. He literally gets right up to Akiro, stops on a dime with a nineteen, and can grab him with the other hand 
with Aeon Tuttle as well. And poor, right. poor Rusty is left in the dust. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's really impressive that the very last person to come help Hiro, uh, Giro has finally arrived. That's great. Yeah. No, no you, you would be that person, and you haven't quite arrived. Yet, so. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Goddamn right. Well, All right. I'm going to say that's because it's your move and then a grab, so you're done. Yeah, so you made it all yeah, the way there. Uh, and Tuttle, you're okay. You, you're you in zero gravity with a jetpack, so you can just kind of fly anywhere you want. So, um, well, I mean, I'm going to maneuver. Okay, um, I'm going to start with a... I'm going to do one more stabilize. Okay. So that so that happens. Yeah, it just happens. Yeah, if you need me to roll, I will. No, no, you, so you, you stabilize them once and okay. for all. And then I'm going to use a move action to head towards the door. Now the Mo, now yeah. the Mo's here to help carry him. And I have one hit point now, so I get an I do get an action at some point, right? Yeah. Um, well, you, well, you, you will. You until will. You roll I'm going to kind of I'm going to kind of aim for that corner to try to catch myself, just in case the gravity changes again next turn. So I'm specifically going to aim for that corner. Okay. I see what you're doing. That's fine. And that's your turn. Akiro, I have good news for you. Good. You no you, more saving you, throws. No more saving throws. You wake up. You have a huge cough fit where circuits and electronics and wires come out of your mouth. You look down and you're just covered in circuitry and God knows what else. You look like a Borg and you just think, man, it's going to be ugly when you go to the bathroom. That's all I'm going to say. He's one of those like home, uh. home <laughs> circuit board kits from Radio Shack. Oh no! It looks All like right. it looks like it looks like you're in the fly, and instead of uh, doing the teleporter with a fly, you do the teleporter with a toaster. Ugh. The other problem at the moment, though, Chris, is that since you basically woke up and then died twelve times in a row, that you actually would currently believe that like several years have passed. Yeah, I'm very confused and disoriented. In fact, yeah, it's like you have you have been stabilized a dozen times. You're half robot, and the gravity is flying all over the place. You wake up, the entire ship is like exploding. You're in a demi plane. There's strobing white lights. There's alerts going everywhere. You probably think you're dead. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like you're probably incredibly disoriented. Uh, anyhow, right. you're well, up. What do you do? All right, so I am up. So. Uh, okay. So now, uh, based on the character, he immediately abandons all of us and runs for the exit and gets there before everyone else. Oh, he's going to need a little time to orient. He doesn't know what the hell. There's no way he knows where the exit is. So, if anything, I would say either orientate yourself for a turn or grab onto Mo for dear life or something. Well, I could, like, I could, like, stand. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm prone still, too, right? But I mean, well, that's kind of a, zero, kind of a, kind of a relative up. term. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine. Right, and so. there's zero gravity on top of that, so there's no All right. Well, there. you know what? As a free action, I'm going to say over my comms, um, we should try and make it to our shuttle, because we have our shuttle on board, and get on that and leave. And then as a, as a move action, I take out my Mark One serum, and I drink it. As a okay. Alright, that's fine. Uh, give me 1d8. Hey, five. There you go. It's just so, like, the next weird gravity thing doesn't kill me. Like, I've got to be a, have some hit points. And I, I, oh, that's right. You're not out of the woods. Not even close. Because the know. gravity things might start killing you. I'm, ho I'm hoping the gravity does kill him, and then we could use the episode title, I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up. 
<laughs> that would be very accurate. Oh, by the way, uh, please stay close to me in case that happens. <laughs> I didn't believe me. Rusty. You, is... you are currently surrounded by everyone. I need All intensive well, care. Not, not Oroji. He's a self Heal. But everybody else me. is there waiting to help you. That's all. They're surrounding Heal. you. You can, you can see that, that Rusty was headed to grab you. You can. It's in your line of sight. It's all good. Well, Rusty's up. All right, well, move closer, and then I can believe that. Uh, as a move action, I pull out a Mark One healing potion. <gasps> okay. Uh, but you... I won't be able to give it to you this turn, so I'm just going to hold it as a readied action so that when you come to me, I will drop it down your throat as I stand. Well, you're floating with your jetpack, so you're going to have to go somewhere. Unless you try. Uh, I have to go somewhere? All right, then I will go nearer to him. Okay, if you go near him, okay, now if you want to stop, you're going to have to give me... I will, a... I will slam in. I'm going to hold my hand out so that it slams into Mo's head. That'll stop Okay, me. you need to give me an acrobatic... Like stiff arm. onto my tail. Well, you still need to make the check. I Otherwise, understand. you um, things happen. I cannot recall the last time I did an acrobatics check. 32. You easily grab onto Mo's tail. Um... We'll say no, no. I, I smushed yeah. my face into Mo's face. I smushed my hand into Mo's face. I was very clear about the way I was stopping. Tail! Tail! Mm, okay, one hand yeah, on the tail, well, one hand on the face. Did I say tail? I think I said face. I think you got both. Yes. You got one of both. Well, he has the Mark 1 healing, so. Well, that's going in the tail, and then you're going to do it. No, you're not going to like uh, where anyway, it's so. from. Hiroji's up. A, a healing serum is being held out in your direction right now. Well, he, Excellent. he already went. Hiroji, Hiroji once again enjoys the gravitational eddies and is now in zero gravity. Now what? All right. So uh, maybe I don't have to do my plane shift escape and whatever, even though it's very cinematic. Because we still have like 10 minutes, right? Yeah. The, right. I think we should get to the shuttle. You know, no, by the no. way, these bone ships are open to space. A lot of them. A lot of, a lot of the ship structure doesn't have a well, hole. Well, we are yeah. open to space. Well, right, so you were 30 minutes from the, what's it, 30 minutes? I think you were, it was, I think it was 30 minutes from the nearest station. So you guys are either going to have to find escape pods or jump out. Like, well, we have, well, we have our ship on board, right? Didn't we land on a ship? Yeah, and the ship is several Yeah, but it's, it's like far away. away. It's like, it's, it's oh, like, so the, yeah, it's the like ship several. Ah. It's like, well, anyway, That's the thing that I was like that I wanted to do from you. <laughs> so, right. So, so the thing I wanted to do was since I, since I've still uh, I got access, I want to use computers to figure things out. I want I want to gather information. And so, uh, for example, uh, I do want to have an estimate of uh, from where we are. What's the qu what's the quickest way? I want to figure out. I want to answer these questions. I want to find out. What's the what's the fastest conceivable way to get to our ship to eliminate or confirm that that's plausible? You get uh, one answer. So you tell me which one you're going to want. For, you get one answer per round. So all right, let's let's do that one. Right. Uh, like, is it is it plausible? Is it plausible to get to our own ship and get out of here uh, in, in the time, time that we have? Okay, that's a fair enough thing. Uh, do you want me to roll or something? Yeah, just roll. Okay, just roll a check. Thirty-four, pretty good. 34. You um. You bring up the schematics, and you figure out the math real quick in six seconds. And if it wasn't for you doing such a fantastic plus speed at the Stellar Degenerator, you probably would have had time to run down the hallway, get to the train, the grab train, bring it back to the hangar and escape. But that 
that ship has sailed because you're going way too fast. So you do note that there are emergency escape pods connected to the command center. So you can go that way. That looks like you're only... All right, I, I relay all that information. So, so, so never mind the ship. It's a lost cause. We got to get to the escape pods. This is where they are. This is what we do. Mo so is up. Can you explain the part about you accelerating screwed us? That, that's a little unfortunate. Ah. Because, because oh, I'm just saying, do you explain that as part of your recitation? Nah, so. don't bother. Because if you get... Like, if, <laughs> if, it's just it's just a little unfortunate for the for larger story because if you guys ha, had left and been going to our ship this entire time, the, my whole plan for Hiroji's uh, uh, end game would have worked out perfectly because you guys would have made it to the ship and gotten out and like oh my god what's gonna happen to Hiroji and and he goes out he goes out the window but uh, this is fine too we're, we're gonna we're gonna go get to the escape pod. Well, let me tell no, you, no, what. you're all surviving. You're, you're, you all you know go to the skip pod. I'll, I'm, I'm going to catch up. Well, my, my fate was uncertain because I've been unconscious for the last 10 rounds. So, um, do I have to roll 100 to start yes, my do. turn out? Okay. Yes, you do. All right, I guess I'm doing that now. Okay. Low gravity. You, uh, it's like the moon. You oh, can jump three good. times as high or as far and lift three times as much. So it doesn't really matter too much, but you guys are now like bouncing around like you're on the moon. All right. Well, as part of my move action, dragging uh, Akiro, I am going to feed him a healing serum. I'm going to pop. I'm going to pop one down his mouth like uh, you would save Popeye. And I'm going to give him <laughs> one to okay. eight. Okay. You roll. Six. Uh, six. All right. All right. I'm feeling and better. I don't know how far I can move him during no, that action. Nothing. You, you oh, just, okay. One to pull it, one to give it to him. Aeon can keep going wherever he was going. Where are the where are the escape pods? That door to the right. I guess now that we've established. I mean, Akira's on his feet, and we've established that that's the way out. I guess I'm going to go over the door. Okay. Just fly can I there. can I talk yet? No. Carol, you're up. You actually feel pretty good. You've got some potions in you, and and, and there's a Rusty has a he's holding yeah. one out, right? Yes, right. Yes, it's right you. there. It's right there. In front of I can can I can I grab it and drink it as a move action? I mean, or what kind of action? Grab it and action? drink it as a standard. You will be your turn. So that's my whole uh, turn. If yep. you stand up, you can then take it, or if you can not be prone, you can take it. Something like that. Well, uh, he was flying. He's not prone. I got a better idea. Oh, you're flying. That's right. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. Hold on, let me just see something here real quick. Uh, 60 feet is my foot. All right. I am. It does not compute. And I reach out my arm. I grab the Mark One Healing Serum. And I say, evacuation protocol engaged. <laughs> and would, you, would you like to interview to be uh, Cheddar's replacement? I fly 60 feet that way. <laughs> You're not even bothering to drink it? That's not even bothering to drink it. Wow. I can't wait till you get but, quite, quite oh, trouble gravity and it kills you. I came over here for that. <laughs> Rusty's up. Boy, gratitude. He literally took it. <laughs> no <a> kidding. 
<laughs> okay, but you see what's great about this, and I want this very clear, and I think, you know, this is now on the record, that at as the very single, one of the very last actions of this entire campaign, after we've gone through two years of this, of playing this, okay, I ran over and I healed your ass. Are you tired? Are you done now, Chris? <laughs> Uh, no, I, I mean, I thank you for that because I, I took it. I have it. I'm going to drink it next oh, turn. I, I, happened, I will never hear again. Heal me. No, oh, no, you'll, you'll hear I it again. I think he isn't taking the potion despite you. So you can't say that you healed him. <laughs> no, no. Healing true. has been provided. It, if it was rejected, that is I mean, you're probably going to hear it next round. So <laughs> <There's> <laughs> uh, All right. So my first move, I go there. For my second move, I imagine I crash into the wall. But actually, more realistically, I'm going to try and steady myself against uh, Aeon Tuttle. I'll say you do. I'll say it's uh, it's not zero gravity. I'll say you just sort of get there, ready to go. Cool. Roji, you're just hanging out. You're hanging and hanging. Now, uh, Wall of Force, is that a concentration spell? Like, how long does that thing last? Because it's, no. it's been quite a while since that guy left. I'm wondering if it's still there. Is it? Do, do you think it's plausible that it's still there? Is it you can put like your hand out and try to touch it. Yeah, I'd like to. You put your hand out, it's still there. Boo. All right, we're out. And uh, I move at full speed directly to the other side of the place. Are you not doing your cool thing? You're not going to teleport out with everyone and watch it? Well, I don't have to now. Now, now it's like... Oh, that was going to be the go. best part. All right. Yeah, I know. Who's going to do that as a, at the last second? <laughs> Yeah, I was going to do that at the last second, but there really is no last second now. I don't really need to. Oh, there will be a last second. Don't worry. Be... Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. so so it's worth. It. So it's important for me to stay here. And no, you don't have to, but you you can. Uh, I mean, if you want to go down with the ship and see something that no one else will ever see again and be memorized in song and legend, sure. Or you can go with these suckers and just you know. Uh, oh, is is that the epiphany I got when uh, when I rolled a twenty on that computer thing? I'm totally doing that then. Really. All right, cool. <laughs> see, see something nobody else has seen? Oh my god! Of course. Oh, then, then yes. You you could you could have the coolest ending of all, but you can take the boring ending or the cool ending. How am I not taking the cool ending? Of course, I'm taking the cool ending. You get, you're gonna get you're the quick ending. The, you're going for the ending that's the green background. Not, he's not getting. The red. He's getting. He's gonna get the quickening. Uh, no one else will. Mo's going. Uh, he's up by himself. Everyone left you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, this is exactly the opposite of. Moses escape oh, here plan. comes the weirdest. Here, here comes the funny one. Normal gravity. <laughs> so I'm going to roll a D100, right? No, it's normal. It's normal. You went to normal gravity after all that. Realizing, uh-oh, it might start up again. Better get better get going while the getting's good. And, and I still can't freaking talk. Like, is this like a permanent effect? I've never had an effect last this long. This is like 15 rounds. Mm, it's 1D4 minutes. What? Uh, minutes. Yeah, all right. No, yeah, yeah. All right. Rounds. No, all right. How fast can I move? Uh, just normal 70 feet? You can move whatever you normally move. Yeah. So if you're 35. All right, well, that's my double move. I okay. can go 70. Yep. That's 65 right there. So yep. you can go through the door. As part you of my move, I'm going to pull out another healing serum. Okay. And like a, uh, a sprinter will like... Uh, or someone holding out a, a cup of water for the marathon, I'm going nice. to transfer it to Hiroji. Relay race. I love it. Or Kiro, I should say. Okay, Aeon Tuttle, you, um, you, see the, you see the ending in sight. You can see the uh, big signs that are like, 
<laughs> it's like the big signs in the oxians because you can speak every language known to man and unknown to man and it's like escape pods this way and uh you know exactly where to go marines we are leaving so i could say yeah if you want to say that you're just going to go follow the flashing lights towards the escape pods and you can be fine with that i'm sorry what was that I, I was saying, if you want to just say that you go down and follow, like, the various corridors down to where the escape pods are, you can say you do that, and that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Akira, you got a healing potion in one hand, and you see an exit to freedom. Sweet, sweet freedom. What do you do? All right, so I'm going to drink the one that's in my hand. Okay, give me a roll. Nice. Seven. Nice. Nice. Ice. And now you find out it's poison. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All this time, Rusty was waiting for his moment. No, I'm kidding. It's can, I, can I do a flyby and grab the one in Mo's hand as I move? Uh, that's a move action. Part of a move action, you could probably do that. I would like to do that if I could, if I could, because I could fly, so I can just reach my hand out, grab it, and then move into that room not too far. Fine. Give me a reflex save to see if you successfully grab it out of his hand. Okay. All right, 23. Eh, eh, fine. Fine, I'll give it to you. It's your last hero moment. So and I, I can do that, and fly I have... through, and you just jump in, and you see you see a mouse running for his life. And you're like, wait for me! <laughs> and I do say, I do say, uh, Hiroji, do not sacrifice yourself. Come with us if you want to live. And I say, Rusty... <laughs> I require more maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is genius. I hope this is permanent. Rusty's up. Rusty, what have you done? What have you, right, what, what have you gotten action, yourself uh, into? Sure, as you didn't a hear, action, what, you didn't hear what I said. Oh, oh, I heard. He's just ignoring it. Ignoring no, it. as a move action, I move in there, and as part of a move action, I take something with shift, and I hold out a hand to you, and I say, here is some additional healing for you. Okay. Oh, you're bluffing him. You fail. That's a failure. There we go. There's a 33. That's still going to be a failure. He knows you're I don't know. You know. What's what? your sense motive? What's your passive well, sense motive? Well, guess what? Here? I'm going to say now he's part robot. It's really high. <laughs> you can't bluff him as well anymore. What are you trying to hand me, by the way? That's an open hand. Just take it. <laughs> you want some healing? Work. I'm going to lay hands on you. It'll heal you. Him becoming uh, robot has made him. He is. He has gotten wise to your ways, Rusty. He's right. Actually, what it tells light. me is that Akiro is dead, and this robot is possessing him. So we probably need to kill him and put him down. Do you know who he is? It's the reincarnation of Cheddar. Ah, uh, his blood is boiling and yes. his brain is IBM. And Shutter knows. I, what I push the button. <laughs> what you did, Rusty? Roll one D one hundred. Let's see what happens to uh, Akira. That would be funny. <laughs> Hiroji's up. What do you do, Hiroji? Hiroji <laughs> did seventy four. Okay, look it up. <laughs> you still uh, have the chart. In the original Star Trek episode, the Doomsday Machine. Hmm. The captain of the uh, ship that is a wrecked hull after all of the other crew was beamed out to the planet to escape. Uh, Not a captain. That, Commodore well, he, Decker. That was Commodore Decker. That's what I was going to say. I was 100% right. sure. That was Commodore Decker. All right. 
I, for the aesthetics, am going to go to, I'm going to move from my, where I am to the uh, command area and uh, move to the command bridge. And I'm going to do my best Commodore Decker impersonation. And I'm going to ram this right down its throat. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So are you like casually walking over to the captain's chair, sitting down, spreading out your legs, and taking command of the ship and realizing this thing is going down? <laughs> I'm if I could do that in all one, one action, I absolutely am doing that. Sure. You bring From it hell's all heart, all do you stabbeth at the... Yes, yes. Mo, you're the last one standing. You see, you see all of your friends running away towards the escape pods, and then you also see Hiroji confidently, defiantly sitting down in the captain's chair. What do you do? <laughs> can I freaking talk yet? Yes, I'll say uh, now you can finally talk. All I, right. I, I do love John. I do love that the the mute character does have the loudest mic. I do love that. Oh, is it? It's a combination of it's loud and you screaming all the time. But it's good. I like it. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, no, now it's too it. low. No, no, that was too oh. low. <laughs> but anyhow. No, just John go. left the mic. John left the mic on the table and went to a different room. I know. The it sounds like you're like like half an inch away from my mouth. It's so subtle. I mean, it's like how I wear my headphones. It's because your computer's that good. Uh, all right. We'll go with that. Um... Uh, I will salute Hiroji and say it was a pleasure serving with you, sir. And I will follow the rest of... Uh, well, no, I'll follow my lead, which I started, damn it. And I'll go out the door, uh, all assing with uh, the rest of the uh, crew to the escape pod. I totally return a salute. Aeon Tuttle, Akiro, Rusty, and Mo run down various hallways. Gravitational eddies and forces are continuously fluctuating, but now you're in an area small enough that you can grab onto the walls and sort of control your falls. You weren't in this gargantuan command center where you were getting thrown around like a hamster, like a hamster ball. So you're able to manage to I resent run that. down. <laughs> you manage to run down the corridors and you get to the escape pods the good news is there's three left the bad news is that there's three left what do you do uh, well can we double wait. up <laughs> wait wait Whoa. well define these define these escape pods what are we talking here oh they're like single person escape pods obviously very nice designed to you know be used for you know the admirals the captains and other high command central other people in high command in the uh, military so it looks like probably three of you can go in and one person's gonna probably have to kind of hang out on the outside of the uh, escape pod for dear life while you fly towards something all right so you're, there's, you're saying there's literally no option for, say, uh, Dr. Tuttle to fit inside with one of us because he's a slightly lesser uh, size. Well, I mean, let's be honest, like Mo, if he could fit in one, it would seem logical that, you know, Dr. Uh, that Aunt Tuttle and one of us could fit in another. Yeah, you're, in fact, if you really want to squeeze, I'm going to say yes, if he really wants, he can squeeze in there with you, Rusty. 
Who's Ripley and who's the cat? <laughs> ha! So, I'm I'm whatever gets me off this ship. Right, that's fine. Well, I'm I'm going to get into a caps uh, capsule since the captain obviously is going to need to report back to uh, to the. Wait, I thought the captain goes down with the ship. Uh, it's not my ship. Uh, oh, it's, I'm gonna, it's I'm going to now have to report back to the Starfinder Society, of course, as obviously the leader of this expedition. So, uh, but Aeon Tuttle, you are welcome to join me. Uh, you know, I, I hope you don't snore. Okay, good. I will take the last remaining escape pod. I wouldn't want all this scientific knowledge to go to waste, so I better. <laughs> Alright, for, for science, after all. <laughs> for the sake of science. So, you know, I just want to say, like, now off the record that we're all in it. Now, uh, John and Jason, you know, we were all thinking the same thing if we really could only get three in here, right? Uh. uh- I am excluded. Uh, Chris, Chris, that. nobody was at, nobody's talking to you. Don't worry about that. Uh, Why so, am I Jason, John, we, we were all on the same wavelength here, right? Well, there, there's three on this side. There's got to be something on the other side. So go. Yeah, go. Four, so. yeah go ahead. Oh, wait. Or or did it, or is it all just going to the same place? Like, like were there four and now there's three? Oh, no. There was actually five, but two of them were taken. So there's only three left. Aha. All right. You can you can fit in there. It could have been a little bit more fun and cin- cinematic if someone was like hanging onto the side for dear life, like barnstorming a shuttle pod. But that would have been funny as hell. But or you could just squeeze in there, and instead we have the clown car of Aeon Tuttle and Rusty, uh, who <laughs> are like uh, plane trains and automobiles, like yeah. right next to each other. Those like, are two pillows. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the the four of you squeeze in. You blast off. I presume that's what you want to do. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you realize you need to get out of here. You have probably just enough time to reverse course as you see taking up the entire vid screen of the Stellar Degenerator and the Empire of Bones, like very quickly approaching each other. You need to get out of this demi plane. And, well, that's the first thing you need to do. So you presumably all set your courses out of the demiplane, which is automatic. This this is actually trying to get you to the nearest inhabitable class M planet. That was the funny thing. It's like, sort of, I was going to say that. It's bringing you to the nearest class M planet. And it's going to do this kind of for you automatically. Now, here's the funny part. Since it's undead, they'll actually bring you to any planet. <laughs> but yeah, try I'd to like a you... class D planet if I could. Uh, oh, so you're demon, actually planet demon C. class. <laughs> you're demon class. I was gonna, you're gonna go to demon class. Actually, what it's gonna do instead, it actually looks for technology. Uh, it actually looks for technology planets. So in this case, it's actually gonna be both because that controller moon is both a type M planet and has technology. So you should be okay. So you managed to escape, and then right. At the last second, you pass from the demiplane into normal space, and we will jump to Roji. Uh, hold on. Just the very last uh, transmission before we enter normal space on the open band, the entire party can hear, is that everyone on the band can hear Rusty saying, Oh, hey, what happened to that guy with the antenna? <laughs> That's right. You guys realize now that he ain't with you. He's, uh, I begged him to come with us. I I tried. You heard me try and save him, but he was he's doing his own thing. So, hey Roji, you will be missed. You are the best of us all. Eh, not so sure about that part, but sure. Yeah, 
anyone else have any last goodbyes for Mr. Hiroji? Uh, most not going to get too carried away with the moment. All right. Now we'll go to Hiroji. So, meanwhile, Hiroji's on the ship. The ship is literally deteriorating around him. He is buckled up in the seat as the gravitational eddies continue to shift faster and faster. And the ship is getting closer and closer and closer to the stellar degenerator. What is your plan? I, I am actually right now in my head hearing the original Star Trek uh, building drama dramatic music. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like there has a, has a, there's a specific uh, uh, piece of music that they use for any situation like in the Doomsday Machine where, where the uh, ship is going to go and ram the other ship. It's like, da, 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 da. all right. So anyway, so that, that's actually going through my head right now. And uh, so, uh, yeah, my plan was opportune time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to see the elephant. And then uh, when, when I'm satisfied, I'm going to try to uh, uh, phase shift out. And okay. Float, and, float in, and float in the darkness of the nether space. Okay. You see that it's getting closer and closer and closer. The warnings throughout the ship are counting down as the is automatically calculating the distance before flashing messages in addition you also read in the computers that the armada is rushing towards your ship to try to stop it and you even see that there's small boarding parties docking to try to get to the command center to stop it before this occurs but Hiroji just sits there smiling, laughing to himself, knowing it's too late. There's nothing they can do. They're all going to go down with you. However, right before you realize it's ready to leave, something happens. Sarah Vox appears. Ooh. A fireball goes off at your seat when you're about to leave. Give me a reflex save. Hey everyone, Steve here. So this is it. You'll be able to hear what occurs, epilogues, final thoughts, all next week with the absolute final episode. So this is it. If you have any questions you want answered, if you want me to go over anything about Dead Sons, if you want to find out more about Cheddar or Kiro or Rusty or, well, anyone, this is it. This is probably the last opportunity you might get for a very long time because when Dead Sons is over, it's pretty much going to be over. The characters are going to get into semi-retirement. We'll see. And we're going to go through and hopefully bring them back in some other way. But they're going to kind of at least take a break for a while. And you'll be able to find out what they've been up to next week. And how they've evolved at the end of Dead Sons. And what becomes at the end of Dead Sons. And for everyone who's been listening from the beginning, I just wanted to thank you so much for... Uh, helping out Rule for Combat. This, as you know, was our very first podcast. I was very excited when Starfinder came out. I always wanted to do an Adventure Path podcast. I almost did Iron Gods. I kind of regret we didn't in retrospect because that was a fantastic playthrough. 
but unfortunately I didn't do Iron Gods. But then when I saw Starfinder was coming out, I thought, oh, perfect opportunity. Start something up. Have everyone experience the madness that is my friends. We could try them out in Dead Suns, a new system. It'll be new to everyone. And we took it from there. And as for continuing it, well, we just kind of grew. The site, as you know, got much bigger. The Discord has well over a thousand people and hundreds of games on it. We then started the Fall of Plague Stone, which was even more popular than Dead Suns. We've now started Three Ring Adventure, which is the circus adventure, which I think is even yet going to be more popular because everyone seems to be really interested in that adventure. And then we're going to be starting Tales from the Black Lodge, which I think everyone's going to like because it's episodic. It allows us to invite people from every walks of life into the show. It allows you to jump in and out and listen to small episodic tales. There's a large connective story between it all. You'll see. It's, uh, it's designed to really allow people that they don't have to sit here and listen to, well, in this case, 128 episodes in a row in a specific order with Tales from the Black Lodge. You can listen to it in order, but you don't have to. So once again, I just wanted to thank everyone for listening to the show and supporting Roll for Combat. Also, make sure you check out the RPG Superstar Contest website. That's just, well, RPGSuperstar.com. Right now, there's a placeholder up there. But in a few days, you will be able to enter the actual contest and learn more about the site. As for show notes, well, I don't even look at the show notes anymore. You guys pretty much know what's going on. We got the podcast. We got Talking Combat. Now we have Talking Circus, by the way. So you can read all about the circus. I presume he's going to be doing something like Talking Tales or something like that for Tales from the Black Lodge. So be on the lookout for that in the near future. Of course, if you want to listen to us recording live and you want to hear both the pre-show and post-show banter, just become a $10 Patreon and you too can join us on the Discord channel and listen to us on a weekly basis. We record pretty much every week at least one if not both shows and we send that out and it's usually about three hours each time we record so if you are interested in hearing us just do a ten dollar patreon if not you do five dollar and you'll get the episodes early and then of course make sure you check us out on all the social networks facebook twitter youtube eh, if it's a social network we're pretty much on it but once again if you have any questions anything you want answered about Dead Sons, about Starfinder, about this podcast, this is it. This is your very last chance to get your voice heard on the show. I'll answer any questions you have on next week's episode. Otherwise, this is it. Next week will be the final week for the Dead Sons Adventure Path. And I will see and talk to you all next week. See ya. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com or drop us a line at contact at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms. been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, 
Always remember, if the GM asks, are you sure, you're already dead.